Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Chronicles of a Sunflower. Today I have a very special guest. He is not just my brother-in-law. He is also a very wise man for his age. He has been a huge member of the family ever since he started dating my sister Vero. Please give a warm welcome to my brother-in-law, David Smith. Hi Karen. So happy to be here on the podcast. I'm very excited to share with you and listeners. Hopefully, I've got something interesting to share today. I'm actually really excited to finally have you in the podcast, David. I mean, you always find a way to give great advice to me and just everyone around us, especially when it comes to work ethics. So I definitely want to touch base on that. So can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do for a living? Sure. So as you said, I'm David Smith. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, um, went to university at Rice University in Houston, Texas for four years, and have been working and living in San Diego for about seven years now. I work at Solar Turbines, a company that makes gas turbine engines. So for everyone that doesn't know what that is, which was me about a day before my interview, it's essentially airplane engines on the ground that are used to generate electricity. Common example, it's a backup generator for a hospital or university, or a power source on an offshore oil platform, or a small island. So I started there as a manufacturing engineer, and my current role is the manager of the experimental product development group working on new product introduction, so. Wow, like I said, wise man for his age. Um, when did you realize that you wanted to be an engineer and was Rice University your first option? It's a great question. So I, like many other people, didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was growing up. It's looking back, it's challenging because many experiences growing up don't give you an idea of what it's like to be in a work environment like oh i like playing with legos and i'm good at math so you're an engineer right but it doesn't it's not really that simple so i i kind of thought you know from what people had told me something in engineering or economics but the reason i chose engineering was quite simple the friends i'd made thus far were going into engineering and i decided that that was a good enough reason Luckily, I found great interest in it, and I, I love what I do, you know? It was the right choice, but honestly, it was just lucky. But what was hard for me to like know what I wanted to do and select a major, as soon as I visited Rice, I was drawn to it. I, I kind of was looking for something that was a good school, something with engineering, economics, but the main thing I did was I drew a line and I said, I don't wanna go anywhere where it snows. I was looking at <laughs> California or the South. And when I visited Rice, I immediately felt at home, the atmosphere and the people, and it just, it just felt right. As soon as I visited, I knew that was my first choice. So very lucky that I got to go there. Oh yeah, it's a very beautiful school. I remember when, um when you started telling me about where you went and you showed us the pictures, it was just a beautiful campus. For those of you that don't know, you should definitely Google Rice University. Great school. Um, 
You know that our family is very close and we stay close in the area. That is why Vero and I decided to go to Cal State San Marcos here in San Diego. When you were in college, how would you cope with being far away from home and facing challenges at a very young age? You weren't afraid to be off on your own without your family being right by your side? So, interestingly enough, you know, moving a little bit away from home was something I wanted to do. Growing up, I was always more independent wanted to make my own path. You know, I was excited for the challenge of moving out, finding my own way as an adult. My first year, I, I did miss my family, of course, but in my head, it was, it was a natural step. It was growth that I, I wanted to make. You know, as I grew and met people of different cultures, I understood this kind of dichotomy between, you know, American culture is very, it glorifies independence and individuality. And, you know, that's, that's where I grew up in. But I see these other cultures focused on family units, supporting each other, you know, Hispanic units, you know, Indian families. And I had friends who were really struggling more with it. And I grew to empathize that. But, you know, I realized neither is right or wrong. But I was raised in that American culture where, hey, you grow up, you move out, you be independent. So... I do think there were some positives there. You know, it forced me to learn valuable skills, such as getting a bank account at 18 years old. It's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, buying a car, renting an apartment, cooking for myself, shopping for myself. You know, it was, it was not all easy, but I learned a ton. And, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I did it in retrospect. But, you know, it's, everyone goes on different journeys. I like mine though. No, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why sometimes like me and Vero, we we picked a really close university, like literally like about like 15 to 20 minutes away from home because our family was always like, no, you got to stay, you know, close by. And, um, and yeah, I do remember sometimes like feeling like seeing some of my cousins going off into different like, you know, like San Francisco Um, or LA and being like man like I wish I could have I could have like you know gone out of my comfort zone but still I was pretty I was pretty scared but I'm I'm happy with Cal State yeah and it's a great school like Mm -hmm. you and you and Vero got an amazing education and Mm -hmm. you know you also learn a lot when you have to be at home you know there's no right path everyone's on a different path and you know learns things at different times but you learn lessons that, that I didn't learn till later and vice versa. And that's just, you know, it's okay for everyone's path to be different. Right, right, exactly. Um, because of your college experience, I'm sure moving to San Diego was a smoother process. How was the experience applying for solar turbines? So that's a great question. And I think from my success, I think it's a good story for me to share. Because while I moved out, lived on my own away from family, there's a a distinct change when you look at going into the workforce. So I graduated from Rice as a material science engineering degree at a time when the economy wasn't hiring a lot. And especially in Texas, which has a very oil-dominated workforce, there were no jobs at the time. So I started my job search 
you know, my senior year as very specific and ambitious, wanting really good jobs. And I got a ton of rejections, mostly with not hearing back from companies at all. I think in total, I applied to about 120 different jobs with somewhere in the range of 50 unique cover letters for the positions. It was a really tough time and I applied to jobs for months before finding my current company, Solar Turbines. And in a role, I didn't know if I would really enjoy. Mm -hmm. I studied materials and I'm going into manufacturing engineering. And, you know, from my experience, after getting this new job, the struggle and then getting the new job, I would recommend others to broaden their horizons of what might be, they might be interested in. I found a job I absolutely love that I would have and did right off initially. It has grown into opportunities I never would have seen otherwise. And the other thing I'll say, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. I was struggling for months and I asked a professor that I had worked with to write Mm -hmm. a few letters to some people that he knew. And that's how I got you know, a foot to an interview that I did well in. So don't be discouraged. You know, it took me 120 job applications to find a job with some help. It's hard, but if I can do it, everyone else can find a way to. No, yeah, and I think there's that, like, whole, like, idea that, like, you know, anybody that's, like, an engineer, like, in STEM that they're gonna find a job like right away and I just I feel like listening to you like telling me this I was not expecting that I thought that like I don't know I just because of like the university that you went went to I feel like everybody had like a job lineup because you know yeah it's a really good school it's that perspective that like oh you go to a good school you you get everything handed to you like you get opportunities but I had to work for it too mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends went to jobs that weren't even in engineering after studying engineering and some of them are so glad you know they totally changed careers but they found something they really like mm-hmm. or it led to future opportunities my friend worked for a few years and then did a master's and he works in you know renewable energy and mm-hmm. just loves it so you never know what's going to happen but it's it's okay when it's hard and i would even say it's normal when it's hard as an engineer do you still feel like you are learning new things as you go in your career yes every single day i work i learn something new no without a doubt being an engineer at its core is problem solving it can be for any field but that's the core principle of it Every problem I face in each situation is a little bit different and can give a different lesson. While I had learned a huge amount of technical knowledge coming into a kind of a field I didn't know about, what surprised me was the most growth I had was in soft skills. While knowing the technical solution is important, if you can't find a way to get people to agree with you or want to work with you, they won't follow your quote-unquote correct solution my growth here you know is how I learned to work with people to find a solution and 
caused mm-hmm. them to want to work with me. It helped me and grew into leading projects with different different organizations and groups, you know, with engineers who'd been here 20 years, mechanics who'd, who'd had, you know, lots of experience, and even trying to, you know, convince my bosses of something. This kind of learning and trying to grow from every, you know, every experience got me the opportunity to move into management, you know, where my job is trying to, you know, convince and work with my team every day. I still feel like there's an immense amount to learn every day. And that's the best part of my day. I want to learn. And so it's part of my job I enjoy the most. Wow. Being a manager can be tough sometimes, I can imagine. Was there ever a moment where you felt insecure about having to deal with bigger responsibilities? I often feel insecure about my role as a manager. I still remember my first day as a manager and feeling so overwhelmed by the responsibility of being in charge of people. Being a manager is very rewarding but entirely different than being an individual contributor role. I have to get my enjoyment from my job out of supporting and building my team rather than my personal accomplishments. It, it was definitely a hard shift and it didn't come easily. It took a lot of you know, self-work to figure out mm-hmm. how and if I'd be okay with that. But it is really rewarding to, to build your team and to work through that. Some days I do feel insecure because I'm not doing things myself and, you know, I'm just kind of doing things for my team, but that's the transition you have to get used to. For me personally, the extra responsibility is easier than the extra people. Most of my stress comes from making decisions that could affect people's happiness. And I don't have great advice. I'm still on that journey every day, but I'm getting there. It just, it takes a lot of work. Looking back at your educational journey, what advice would you want to give future generations that are struggling to pursue a degree or have doubts about making it in life? I have a few pieces of advice I think I'd give. First, don't be afraid to try something totally different and see if you like it. Some of my best choices in my school career were from unexpected places. Like taking an elective on Greek mythology or joining a project where they were making a modified wheelchair for a patient at a nearby hospital. While totally different from my interests at the time, they both led to really good experiences that helped shape me in different ways. I'd also like to tell people that it's okay to try out jobs in different ways. Internships are a great way to try out different jobs and see what it would be like to work there. I learned a lot about jobs that I didn't want to do, like <laughs> even some in engineering, and I volunteered at a law firm at one point. What? And that's why I'm not a lawyer, because I learned, you learn more that you won't like something than if you will. That's important. I'd also like to plug a lesson I learned from my wife. If you work a full-time job for a time, you may find motivation to pursue a degree 
and have a better grasp on what you want to do. It is very hard to pick a career at 18 years old. I just got lucky doing something I like, but don't be afraid to wait a year or two. You know, life is really long and you won't be left behind if you wait a little bit to pick and really pursue what you're doing. I have plenty of friends who waited and went to school later and they now love what they do. Mm-hmm. There's still time. Don't rush it. Definitely, you guys, do not rush it. Um, before we wrap up this episode, David, how do you want to be remembered? It's a great question, Karen. I want to be remembered as someone who cares about people. I like doing a lot in life, my work and my personal life, but a constant is that I want to care about people. I want people to remember me as someone who cares about others and tries to make others' lives better. In my own life, I keep doing activities that are net positive in my life, and I want others to think of me as a net positive in their own lives. Man, David, well, thank you so much for being part of this episode with me. Just know that I I learn so much from you every single time I see you. I know how motivated you've always been with me when it comes to work and life. I mean, you've just been there through everything at this point. <laughs> but I'm just so happy that I get to call you my brother. And, you know, I just know that Fida would be very proud of you too. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Karen. It was my pleasure to be here. I hope that I could share a little bit about my story. And um, thank you so much for having me on.